Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Here with Zach Berman and special guest, Thomas Mike Sielski. And we are en route to Boston from Foxborough where the Eagles just fell to the Patriots 37-20 to in an exciting second preseason game. Um, being a little facetious there. But, um, but please excuse the audio here because... Uh, we are in the car as as we go. This is coming to you from I ninety five. So we did this once the before. Just made. We did this once before, coming right, Zach? From, from Green Bay last year. Was it last year coming from Green Bay? Yeah. And the what happened then? In that preseason game, there that, was there was nothing noteworthy there. Jordan Matthews, uh, the I, I can give you that whole game. Carson Wentz brought the Eagles downfield in the first drive. Uh, scored a touchdown. Jordan Matthews played well. They traded him the next Oh, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wentz looked great. Matt yeah. Collins scored a touchdown. Yeah, so, but but let's talk about the Eagles-Patriots. No game. Matt Collins uh, tonight. Uh, the big news, though, is Nick Foles is injured. Shoulder strain, according to the Eagles. He spoke afterward. He didn't seem like he was concerned, but he still has to have some tests, I assume, get some treatment. But, Zach, what's that mean for the Eagles now, quarterback, with Nick likely out for the rest of the preseason? Yeah, so tonight is three weeks away from opening night against the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, Carson Wentz, it's going to be a close call by his own admission. And you always assume that, okay, Nick Foles will be okay for week one. Uh, But now we don't know the severity of the injury. He's optimistic, but there are going to be tests, uh, like you said. So it's, it's not a given that we'll see Nick Foles again this preseason. And if we don't see him in that third game, then you know there will be questions about week one. Uh, that's all of a sudden the biggest story to come out of this. You know the the first team offense did not play well. The first team defense I think struggled against Tom Brady in, 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 in coverage. There were some penalties that the Eagles really need to clean up. Uh, but the big story here is Nick Foles' injury and how they can manage this quarterback situation during the next three weeks. Right. I mean, if if Carson Wentz comes back. And he's ready by week one. No, you know, no one thought that – almost nobody thought that he'd play in the preseason. And it's pretty much a minor distraction, Nick's injury. Okay, you're worried about him in terms of being the number two quarterback, whether he can whether he can jump in there if, if Carson does get hurt. Um, if Carson isn't ready and let's say Nick is ready but Nick hasn't played a lot, then you're concerned. And let's say Nick isn't ready, then all of a sudden you got to go to Nate Sudfeld, who we saw tonight – Played well, I thought, but again, he was playing mostly against the reserves. And but he he did make some throws tonight that they were nice. Yes, but they were against second teamers and third teamers. So I don't want to make too much of it. It's the preseason. But he was throwing to second teamers and third teamers as well. Here, here's a question I have for you guys. Yes, and that's Michael Sealski. Because <laughs> you're and I'm driving, so uh, this will be a this will be stumbling as it comes out of my mouth here. Um, Just don't kill us. No, no problem there. Um, so my question is this, and we were discussing this at practice uh, the other day. Uh, the fact is that now that the second preseason game has passed, the Eagles will, for all intent and purpose, cut off media access to practice from this point forward. Um, so how much does that play into getting Wentz ready? Are they motiv- Have they been motivated, have they been slow playing this at all to get it to the point where they can work him out harder yeah. now that we can't see it? Well, no, no. Um, I think, number one, they, they held him back was because they just were afraid of him getting hurt. I think that was the main, the main reason. And maybe something happened. Maybe he did have a little swelling in the knee. 
But I do think that is, you know, a secondary reason, let's say, of why they've kind of have been slow in playing him a little bit. But one that just maybe just happens to be convenient. Convenient for yeah. them. That's that's the yeah. word. That's well, the word I'm looking think... for. And and because now we like you made a good point. We I mean we're not going to be able to see them beyond just individual warmups starting on Sunday. Yep. And you know I mean they they it's not just in terms of like players. I mean it's in terms of plays, etc. Right. They they dial back. You know now the real playbook is going to get installed. Well, I I think there is a degree of of gamesmanship here. Uh, I don't think the Eagles want the Falcons to really get a sense of, of who's going to be out there at, at quarterback. I think the Eagles want to try to keep things close to their vest uh, with Carson's recovery. Frankly, if 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 you're following everything that's, that's, that's being said, I, it seems like Carson's much more invested in having the information out there than the Eagles are. Um, Doug Peterson right. has been purposefully vague, and Carson, to his credit, has been very specific about uh, – you know, different stages of his recovery. I, I think he wants fans kind of to know that he's doing everything he can to get on the field. Okay, well, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, Carson is a very bright guy. He's not really one of those guys who, who likes to talk through the media, though. Right? And I, he's not a manipulative not? type guy. No, no, no. no well, not, I mean, well... I'm not saying the... the I said the he not about the talking through the media more than the manipulative thing. I I, I think well, he, like, in well, his for case, instance, he knows he he knows, he knows what he, he knows what he's saying. Right. At well, all times. I, well I mean like for instance in the spring when we had the first, you know, Eagles workouts. No, I'm sorry, it was the first OTA. And out of nowhere, oh yeah, Carson's gonna talk. Whoa, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that was kind of delivering a message like, okay, I'm, I'm still the guy. He wants to assert himself. I'm yeah. still the guy, right, okay. And then during the press conference, he said, I, I asked him, I said, how much are you going to do out there? He's like, oh, you'll see. Yes. And he went out there and did seven on sevens and more than any of us had, had anticipated. Um, but I do, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from, Zach, in that, yeah, he wants it out there that if he's ready – he doesn't want anyone holding him back. Exactly, and and that that he's that he wants it out there. That's the team that's making the decisions. To, that that it's not him having a setback or any. He wants it known that Carson Wentz feels good out out there. Carson Wentz is practicing. Uh, the Eagles are. Right. It's their plan but, to, to kind of hold him back. Yeah, but that being said, I don't yeah. think Carson is going to be cr- create. Oh no no! Any, I'm not saying a fire problem yeah, I'm, with, no, with I'm the not team, and then he's, he's yeah. not listen to the to the doctors, and ultimately, I guess I think it falls on, a lot of it falls on Jeffrey Lurie and Doug and Howie to make that decision. Um, but it will, it will be interesting to see how these next few weeks play out. The way I envision it is, Foles is not going to be playing in the rest of the preseason. Carson Wentz isn't playing in the rest of the preseason. We'll see a lot of Nate Sudfeld. Was it, who's it? Chase Joe Callahan, Joe, Joe Callahan, Joe Chase Callahan, Joe and, Callahan. And well I'm a little punchy here. It's late. And Christian Hackenberg. And good old Christian Hackenberg. So it's going to be even more ugly than it has been. But let's but, talk about the game. When yeah. Talking about ugly. Uh, I, I, I was going to ask you guys. We should talk about the game because, they, are, you know. Are you the, concerned with, with Nick Foles? Like, with what you saw from him, not the injury no, part of it. No. I, here would be my concern vis-a-vis Foles and Wentz in the entire situation. I'm not concerned so much, but just kind of an unanswered question, 
is they're pretty banged up, right? You kind of agree on that a little bit that, you know. Oh, yeah, still, they're wide receivers. Yeah, they're they haven't had a wide receiver core, yeah. yeah. Would that situation either factor into their decision at all whether to play Wentz week one? With, with any kind of circumstance in that regard, like if, if you know, if they're if, – I guess what I'm asking is, is it possible in a broader sense that people should temper their expectations at least early in the season based on the uncertainty of Wentz and the uncertainty of wide receivers and the rest of the health, I guess, you know, collectively of the team. All right, well, let's bring people up to speed a little bit on the receivers. Alshon Jeffrey has a shoulder injury. We don't know if he's going to be ready. He's not practicing at all. He's on pup right he's now. He's pretty much doing it, not doing anything. All right, my guesstimate is that he misses like a week or two. All right. Alex, so he no- starts to see on the active roster. Right. Okay. Nelson Aguilar. We, we need to clear that up. Yeah. Right. Nelson, <laughs> Nelson Aguilar has been hurt. We don't know exactly what it is. They're saying lower body. I'm still in the name. Doug says that they're getting him ready for week one. I think that he'll be ready for week one. I think, you know, at this point, you don't worry about Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, I, I, I spoke to Nelson on Tuesday, and and he he said he's, he's just following the coach's plans with, with this. Um, but uh, he really didn't seem concerned about okay. the picture of the injury. Mike Wallace is practicing. Yeah, played tonight for the first time. Okay, and then Matt Collins has been out. He's, but, he's been out. All right, he's a fourth receiver. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, okay. And, maybe, and, and Marcus Wheaton, who – was okay, kind of Marcus Wheaton, I forgot about him. He's hurt too. And Sean, okay, but for the most part, I mean, you're only going to be missing Alshon Jeffrey. So let's but you're see not going to have any out. time with, with, with Nelson. Who? You know, he didn't play the first preseason game. So so Nick and and, and Carson really aren't going to have a We've been down this road before, though. Okay. I mean, every year every year you have injuries in the preseason. I mean, every team has them. Um, so to Mike's question, you don't think that's that's gonna because fa- I, no, I don't I don't think okay. it's gonna factor in either. I think uh, you know I th- I think it's it's purely a health question. Okay. But uh, just get back to on the whole Nick Foles thing. No, I'm I'm not super concerned about about his performance. One because I think Wentz is probably gonna be ready by week one. So Doug said the passes sailed high early in the game. Uh, was just a little inconsistent there. Nick was hard on himself about the way he played as well. Yeah, he said it wasn't good. I mean, this is the first time he's played live football since the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Same we, thing with we, Tom Brady, though. We, yeah, we can cut the guy a break. Oh, Tom Brady looked good. Um, but, uh, but you know, there are a couple drop passes, too. Uh, Mike yeah. Wallace dropped one yeah. crosser over the middle. Another one I thought he could have had. Um, you know, J.J. bobbled a, a, a handoff or a pitch. So, I mean, you know, and then Nick had a couple good throws. He, he held the ball too long a few times. I thought the sacks, he could have gotten rid of the ball. The blindside hit that he took was not his fault. He didn't see you. He was heaving the throw, deep ball, and Big V had given up um, too much of the outside to Adrian Claiborne, and he got clobbered. But the offense did not look that good, and that's certainly a little bit of concern. I thought J.H.I. ran well, so you're happy about that. Zach Ertz finally got out there. He missed the first week. He caught a 20-yard patch uh, pass. He looked fine. How about the O-line? What you uh, think of the the O-line was not great, but I thought those first two sacks were on Nick. Yeah, but I don't think it's it's film that Halapula Vati Vaita is going to send to no. to the free agent circuit. No, he looked like he did his rookie year. He looked like he did in that game against right. Washington. But again, one rush. I mean, you know, but large, he, yeah. larger sample. He came in and did the job last season. Don't you have to be naturally... And Jason Peters is going to be back, so... Yeah. Don't you have to be naturally skeptical at some level of everything you see? I mean, this is me. Again, you guys are around the team every single day. You have a much better sense of what guys have been like at practice every single minute. 
But the image that never leaves my mind when it comes to preseason football with the Eagles is Sam Bradford and Green Bay going 10 for 10. And, and the world thinking that Chip Kelly had made some kind of incredible move and was going to rejuvenate Sam Bradford's career. And they have DeMarco Murray and Jordan Matthews has taken a step up. And we know how that season went. So take everything in the green right, and appreciate right. it with a grain of salt. Right. Look, look, I thought coming in, I mean, I thought I thought that the Eagles, because of all the problems, injuries they've had on offense, quarterback and rhythm and chemistry, that the offense is probably going to struggle early in the season. I thought the defense would come in and be playing at a higher level than maybe he was playing last year. And we didn't necessarily see that tonight. Now, you're playing Tom Brady, and, and you know, they're not really gearing up for the Patriots. They're not watching film with him. They're not doing scout work against Tom Brady and Julian Elliman and Chris Hogan, etc. But that being said, Zach, as well as the defense played last last week for two or three series, I'm yeah. talking the first team defense. They didn't play so well, to, to, you know, tonight. Well, interestingly, so the knock on Jim Schwartz's teams uh, when he was the head coach uh, was the lack of discipline, was the penalties, uh, and. You saw tonight. Uh, now I'm not saying it's a Jim Schwartz thing, but he, they're obviously yeah, an are. aggressive team. You, you take a shot at Jim Schwartz. I no, I've You're I've a actually Jim been, Schwartz hater. I'm, not at all. Yeah, actually, I, I, I've been a big advocate of Jim Schwartz's defenses in terms of. But uh, no, the penalties are an issue right now. Um, I, I know there's a point of emphasis from the NFL, but as I said, we're three weeks away from Atlanta. Unless these games are officiated differently, the Eagles are going to be forfeiting valuable yards out on the field. Is that fair to say? And, and the thing, you know, in talking to the players afterwards, it's just like, I still don't know if they get the message. But but that's my point, is is like, it needs to get through. Like, you can't tackle, you know, I, I, I keep hearing them say, and I've heard this since uh, the first week of training camp when I was at the officiating clinic, then I asked the players, and the players said, well, well we're going to play the way we play. And I'm like, no, you can't play the way you play. You gotta play the way the game's called. They're playing the way they played, and they're getting flagged yeah, exactly. and giving up mass amounts of yards. Yeah. Like, yeah, they keep saying we're not going to change the way we play. Well, yeah, and, and yeah. then after the game, so Malcolm Jenkins said that maybe it's just a preseason. That was kind of his thing. And we remember a few years ago. You can't think that way. Remember a few years ago when they had they're going to start calling yes. illegal contact, and, they, yes. and you saw tons of flags in preseason. Then the season started, and you didn't see as much of that. Okay, so maybe Malcolm's going with that. Then I talked to Rodney McLeod, who's kind of at a loss for words because here's a guy who's tackled the same way. He's not a big guy. Yeah. You know, he, there's a certain way you have to tackle when you're when you're as you know small as he is. Um, he's like, I don't know. I, don't, I guess I maybe have to go back to the drawing board. And yeah. then I talked to Nigel Bradham, and Mike, you ran on this too. Yeah. You heard a little bit more than he than I did, and you can expand upon this. But he was basically like, man, I don't think there's anything I'm going to have to do. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Yeah. That's my point. He, he yes. basically, basically said that there is no other way for him to tackle. And at one point I asked him, I said, what are you supposed to do? What, what, what should you do when a running back or receiver lowers his head as he runs into you? And he says, he said, I don't know. He said, I could, um, you know, basically like wrap my arms around him and allow him to plow me over and then just fall to the ground with him. But then his line was, what linebacker is going to do that? You know, they're very much, I'm curious to see what happens as the season moves along here because as you guys know, Schwartz's defense is predicated on physicality, delivering big hits, you know, 
quarters have to be physical. Everybody well, you has can't, to be physical. You basically can't deliver big hits. Anymore. Yeah. You just basically well, you, can't you, tackle soundly. Yeah, you can, but yeah, yeah you, you can't lead with your head. But the thing is, and correct me if I'm wrong here, in the public comments when we've asked the coaches about it, uh, it's 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 like, well, you know, we're learning what how, we're learning how they're calling this. We're reviewing all the calls around the league, um, but I've yet to hear them say we can't play this way. It'll be interesting. You know? I, I, like there's not, flags. It's right. two weeks now. Well, we, it did, did the Patriots get flagged at all for at once toward the end of the game? Did they? Okay. So I mean, I have, I'm not watching every NFL game, so I don't know how it's being called around the rest of the league. But the Eagles have now been flagged for it four times, which to me is probably a pretty high number. Yeah. Well, five, if you include, there was one on special teams with Richard Rodgers in the first week as well, wasn't there? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's, it's something to watch. Uh, let's talk about a few more other topics. Um, Nate Sudfeld, I thought, looked very good. We, we brushed, touched on this um, briefly, but the one interception he threw was went, went right through Matt Jones. Mm-hmm. Who's Butterfingers? Yeah. Matter of fact, he had two drops. Matt Jones, hey buddy, you might want to start looking at uh, flights out of Philadelphia because I don't think he's going to make the team. <laughs> Someone's got to be the fourth running back. You know, it's 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 Josh running. Adams if he's healthy. But but if he's healthy, is the question. He's played one game. He's played one game in an Eagles well, game. That's more than Don- Donnell Pumphrey. <laughs> So maybe small, maybe smaller by default. Yeah, so, so that's that's my that's my question here. Is it was like they had the surplus of running backs and they were going to have a tough decision to make. Now it's like who who wants to win this job? And I, I understand injuries are injuries. You know, like you can't. I'm I'm not belittling injuries. I'm I'm not that you know that old school coach who who says you suck it up. Is that uh, the potential bone right there. <laughs> but uh, is that it? Right? I think so. Okay. Or we're getting close to Boston. I'm sorry. I'm concentrating on drive. Okay, Zach, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, that's my, as I was saying. Is that Cheers? Someone's going to have to is win that this Cheers? This is like doing yeah. the podcast. Is that Hobbit? This is like doing the podcast with Where's Murphy. Where's Ben Affleck and Matt Damon? With Dave Murphy. He can't keep his attention on anything. Yes. Um, no but, more. No more Garcia Parra. All right. But a, another <laughs> takeaway uh, from, from tonight's game, um, in addition to uh, – we – Brought up the offensive line. Um, we touched on the secondary a bit. Uh, there wasn't much with Cameron Johnston tonight. Um, so I th- I really think that the big takeaway is the quarterback. And then beyond that, uh, it's cleaning up the penalties. And I want to see a cleaner – you know, I, I, I think they need to show a cleaner game um, from the first-team defense next week against Cleveland. Right. Well, I guess some of the positional things that we saw – was uh, were in terms of the battles, uh, Sidney Jones started at, at slot corner, but then all of a sudden Avante Maddox was in there pretty quickly. Now, I think that was kind of based upon personnel. They wanted him in, him in there against Edelman. Is that, did, Zach, did you talk to anybody about that? I, I did not. I, I was more focused on um, did you on see, the quarterback. Did you see Sidney miss that open field tackle? I, I did on, 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 Cordell, was, Pat, on uh, Cordell Patterson. Did two words, O-Lay. Yeah, um, yeah his jock strap was... Was, but uh, was like on the ground at the ten yard. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with with that slot cornerback competition. That that's that's a, that's another job. That's, uh, yeah, I thought that's that actually pretty good. And you know, t- Tom Brady was out there doing what he did in the Super Bowl. You know, mo- they have you know, someone motion, right? Eagles didn't disguise whether they were in man or zone, and he would just he would just pick them apart based upon that. You know, um, he's just so efficient, man. He just he's still he's still, he's the still man. the man. He is still the man. 
Um, but you know what? He lost the Super Bowl. The Eagles won. <laughs> so they got that going for him. Let me ask you something. Oh, Tom Brady did shake uh, Nick Foles' hand yeah, after yeah. the game. That was vitally important. That's the Fourth news. and goal at the end of the first half. Did you did you think there was any chance? Not that Philly special, but but Doug would pull out something there that was uh, Philly special has been retired. Philly special has been retired. I'll say this: if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm glad they didn't call that play that they ran tonight because uh, <laughs> didn't the shuttle pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Nate, I mean, yeah. again, Nate had a bunch of good throws. He uh, Richard Rodgers, he hit him with 17 yard. Brent his bucket. Uh, Sheldon Gibson again had a, had a pretty good game. Uh, got behind a cornerback and and Nate hit him in stride. Um, I guess he also threw a touchdown pass to Sheldon Gibson as well, right? When he yeah. had a little late release, found him alone in the back of the end zone. Um, so maybe, you know, Sheldon Gibson's a, a, a nice little story, I think. He's definitely improved upon last season. He's Zach. on the team. He, yeah, he's, he's definitely on the team. He, he, he's, he's on the team. Yeah, I don't know how much of a role he's going to have in offense. Cause he, but he, he might a, be the kick returner. I thought it was going to be sprawled all he's, along. Yeah, he's honestly, he's looked pretty good there too. Yeah, yeah he has. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot, a lot to uh, dissect after this game. Um, but most of it not good. Um, and and good, good news is we got another preseason game to talk about. Actually, two more preseason games to talk about. We'll really see only one playing. more, though. Yeah, yeah. really only yeah. one more. Hopefully, yeah. we'll, we'll skip talking about Before the Christian more. Hackenberg special. Yeah. <laughs> but as we drive through the, the main streets of uh, Boston here, I'm going to bid you adieu. Uh, that's uh, Mike Sielski. Mike, say goodbye. Thanks for having me and allowing me to drive you everywhere. Uh, Zach Berman. I appreciate Berman. that, Mike. Thanks once again, and we'll, we'll have all the updates on Sunday. Yeah, yeah we'll talk to you guys at the next Birds View. I, Birds Eye View. Birds. Birds. What's it called? Birds Eye View Podcast. Birds Eye View Podcast. Here on Philly.com. Thank you. <laughs>